You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center, this is Phoenix FM. This is 92.5 Phoenix FM, community radio for Dublin 15. Hey everybody, it's JB Jeremy Borash and you are listening to Daryl O'Connor on the... Welcome to the Wrestling Rewind. The only wrestling podcast by fans who don't hate wrestling. Hello everybody, it is Tuesday here on Phoenix 92.5 FM. You are listening to the Wrestling Rewind. My name is Aaron Connor. Welcome to the show. Uh, we're finally going to do, we're finally going to finish our uh, Cyber Sunday Taboo Tuesday arc, which we've been threatening for a very long time. And, and also we're going to talk about uh, AEW's collision and maybe a little bit about Fight Forever because a lot more news has broke on that. But we're not going to have a long show this week. It's going to be nice and tight. We're going to try some no overtime. But if you guys do want overtime, please go and check out the show that we did with the lads from Cell Games. It's three hours long. It's oh. a very long show. And there is a lot of content there as well. Again, and it's it's genuinely good crack. Like the lads from Cell Games are great. They are. They really, really are. And if uh, this is your first time checking us out, thank you so much. Maybe it's on the True Penny channel. Maybe it's on Phoenix. I don't know. Whatever it is, go over, download the podcast, sign up on Spotify, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, whatever. Anywhere you get your podcasts, we are there. We're there every week. And there's also uh, our flagship show, Nerd to Know, basis on Nerd to Know Media as well. NerdToKnowMedia.com, TheWrestlingRewind.com. That's where you can find all the shows for free, gone all the way back. But if you do want to help us out, we have a Patreon where you can give us an X-Pac Euro or one of the many other tiers that we have, Martin. So, uh, yeah, there can't, we go. We, we can't get through them because we keep making new ones up every week. Exactly. Like, exactly. Hey, give us, give us an edge six fifty. <laughs> <laughs> give us an edge chicken fillet roll. Give us a, give us a stone cold three euro sixteen cents. I have a story actually about edge. So, a fr- so a friend of mine uh, was over with her fiance for um, Clash at the Castle, and they were sitting in Nando's, and Edge was in Nando's. <laughs> And like she, cheeky Nando's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was sitting there like, what do I do? Do I go over whatever? And she texts me. And she's like, Edge is in Nando's. I'm like, the weird sentence. And I'm like, what do you mean? Because he's literally over there. I'm like, were you like it? wrestling or you two? I don't know. I, that, there was no context. I'm like, I don't know what this means. And she's like, the wrestler. You know, I'm like, go over to him. I'm like, what do I say? I'm like, call him Edge. Don't call him Adam. Uh, she didn't. Oh, so, yeah. Because I mean. Is there know, like. Normally, I don't go in like I. I think the whole Mark Smart thing. I think that's. Uh, I, I don't think it's like a. I think that's a really crappy way to act. But my God, is there anything smarkier than if you saw the Undertaker and you were like, "Hey, Mark." <laughs> yeah, I. I don't know. I just because even wrestlers refer to themselves by their shoot names, by their stage names. So it's like, I don't know. It's. 
I, it, yeah, that's my advice that, that, that I gave anyway. But there's my story. So, yeah, as I said, my name is Our Connor, and joining me, as always, is the one, the only, Mister One and Oh, Martin Hardy. Everything's fine. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something, Darren. I'm sit here. I've just come back from a two-hour uh, uh, wrestling training session. My feet are blistered and bleeding and sore as hell. My arms feel like they've been pulled out of the sockets. My head is pounding, but my God, we have an actually good-looking rampage tonight. Collision tomorrow. And then what is fast becoming my favourite pay-per-view, Forbidden Door on Sunday. Oh, wow. Well. Life is grand. I forgot about Forbidden Door. Oh my god, it's like I, I this is only the second one ever, and it's already like in terms of franchise pay-per-views, I think it might be the one I look forward to the most. Yeah, I mean it's it's supposed to be what Cyber Sunday was. It's supposed to give that kind of wish fulfillment. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. There's a big difference between uh, you know, Brian Danielson and Okada or you could choose between a no holds barred match, a hardcore match, or a falls count anywhere match. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I'm all good. It's a it's a good weekend, and I mean, you must be feeling fairly good too, because not only is CM Punk back, but Walmart greeter Punk is gone, Thank and God. Walmart abuse you as you come in the door. Punk is very much here. Yeah, Walmart greeter Phil is gone, thank gone. God. Disgruntled Walmart employee Punk is back, which is, <laughs> which is yeah. what he always should have been. Ex-employee with, with a sign out the front saying, do, do not admit. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's back and he is, like, obviously, so we're not going to do a whole thing on Collision, but I think before maybe we get into, like, Collision as a whole, what do you make of CM Punk's return promo. I thought the bag was a bit lame. He should have walked it with the belt. To be honest with you, he should have had the belt out. Now I get oh. why he didn't, but uh, I thought that was kind of weird. And taking out the rest of the boots, being like, you know, oh, I'm not going to retire. Blah blah blah. Uh, it was good. It was good. You know, and the whole thing. Uh, am I telling us? Tell me when I'm telling lies. It, like it, it, it was. It was. It was good. It's just this is the punk that we should have had from the beginning you know this is like this felt more real than anything he said I would, I would run. I would say it felt more real than anything he said apart from his uh, oh, first oh, sorry. debut oh, or no sorry I want to correct myself there real quick except for his pro, his promo up <laughs> that, that was that was more real <laughs> the one the, that I, the one that I watched thinking, oh my God, what an amazing promo. It's setting up so many feuds. <laughs> I'm just like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. He, you know, and it still is. I have to say, like it or not, even if Punk had it never come back, which I am glad he's back. And I'm glad this Punk is back because this Punk is going to, you know, he's actually just going to go for it. He's going to be that CM Punk that he always should have been, that he was in WWE. Um, but I mean... That was still the best thing ever. Like, I, I'm never going to take that away. Like, yeah, this, I, I still think that's the greatest promo anyone has ever done. It is. Up 
until it I found out that it wasn't a promo, I was enthralled by it. I was like, this is amazing. He like in one interview, he's just set up like a year worth of feuds. This is fantastic stuff. I can't wait to hear what the Bucks say in return. I didn't realize that what the Bucks would say in return would be, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I, someone bit me. <laughs> Get off me. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, to be honest, I I, I kind of think the same as you and the opposite. So I thought, yes, this was the most real he's felt in a long time. I thought the promo was great. I actually liked the shoes and I liked, yeah. the, I liked the fact that he didn't take the belt out, but you knew what was in the bag. See, but what the I, thing. Rhino has done this before in oh, TNA. Oh, see, I don't, I don't have that. See, this is it. I don't have TNA PTSD. <laughs> see, the minute I saw, it, I'm like, oh Jesus, <laughs> oh no. So, the, in fact, the only thing I didn't like, in fact, here, here's where we have a little bit of something in common. I do have a, just a little tiny bit of TNA PTSD. <laughs> that's a registered disorder by the time this podcast's over um, tell me when I'm telling lies great stuff except whenever he said that all I could hear was that is dangerously clo- close to and folks <laughs> where's the lie <laughs> I, was like, uh, I was like punk this is a 9 out of 10 promo but I'm getting flashes of TNA PTSD See, it happens, and now you know what, and now you get it. It's like I can't even stop because they do it to themselves. It's like they walk in, yeah. it's like you are walking on very dangerous ground, my friend. You need to do that. And back it's not even, bit. it's not even their fault because it's something TNA has done that has, you know, infected. <laughs> yeah, it's because I think it's because TNA went so far away from WWE that anything that isn't WWE automatically nearly falls into that purely by not going through the WWE filter, good and bad. Where it's like, yeah, yeah, you have AJ Styles having this incredible match with Christopher Daniels, but you also have AJ Styles in a in a fake pregnancy angle with a butt with a doll. <laughs> These two things exist in the same timeline. <laughs> you know, it's like you have Christian Cage having the run of his life. Then you also have Christian Cage being afraid of his shadow. Yeah, I mean, well, look, I think... I... You have Sting redefining what Sting is. And then you have Sting with a, in, a, in, a, in a floating casket match for the entire it's... crowd booze. <laughs> I think the whole thing with Sting is you have Sting redefining what Sting is. And then you have Sting redefining, redefining what Sting is. <laughs> <laughs> that's a better way of putting it, yeah. Um, and I mean, that's the thing. And it's, it's, it's not their fault. It really isn't. Mm. However, they need to be. There needs to be somebody. I'll do it for free. Listen, I'll do it. No, not for free. I mean, pay for Martin to go over and have really good seats. <laughs> Other than that, though, I'll waive my fee for that. But just be like, anytime they do something, I just like press a button and it like shocks Tony Khan. First, like, yeah, yeah, you, can, you can be their like TNA advisor. <laughs> yeah, just be like, no, don't do that. And he's like, okay, we can't do that. We can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so the green highlighter means this is good. The red highlighter means this is bad. And the purple highlighter means it's TNA. Don't. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. But um, I, mean, I think that's fair, man. 
I genuinely think that that's that's fair. But I and, and again, like um, even just that bit of folks, where's the lie? Like, and I I don't have a fraction, a percent of the TNA experience you do. So I I've been a little bit perplexed by your kind of resistance to AEW the past couple of years, but I I get it now. I kind of understand. You don't want to be hurt again. <laughs> That's what it is. And the thing is, every time, every time I go, every time I go back in, I'm like, "Oh, this is great!" And then they do it, and it just immediately, I just start like, you know, just having the flashbacks. Where I'm like, "I can't do this. I, I just, I can't. I can't. You're hurt. You, no." And you start screaming, and it's just, yeah, it's horrible. Um, right. So, punk aside, like, it's like so, have you ever seen Event Horizon? Love Event Horizon. It's like I, the, the the end of Event Horizon. That happens to me when they start oh. doing TNA <laughs> stuff. <laughs> if you haven't seen Event Horizon, by the way, amazing movie. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's fantastic. Get on, get on Patreon and throw us an Event Horizon 50 cent. <laughs> or a, well, a, a TNA Event Horizon or something like that. We'll, <laughs> come, up with, we'll come up with TNA. No, a TNA PTSD 50 euro. <laughs> An Event Horizon 50 cent. Therapy is expensive. It's fifty yeah. euro a go, like so. Yeah, that that's legit. That checks out. That checks out. Um, well, look, we like I said, I don't want to go through collision match by match, but punk aside, my big thing with collision was that it needed to be distinct from dynamite. It mm. couldn't just be the dynamite screens with collision on them. No, I think and they got. That, the, I think they got that message very clear. Honest. Yeah, because I'd say they learned a lot of lessons from uh, Rampage, mm. which Rampage, by the way, has been a wee bit like the day and days of WCW. Like Rampage, now the collisions around, everyone's like, even the people who were watching Rampage are like, all right, well, no need for that anymore. And the past three weeks, Rampage has been bloody great. You know, like, yeah, do you but... remember, like, we were doing WCW and it was terrible. And then, like, the last two or three pay-per-views before it actually died were like, oh my God, they're actually getting back on their feet. A little too late though, that's the problem. Ex- yeah, 100%. It's the, exact, it's the exact same problem. Now we will have to say, look, I'm going to just take you down a little bit, right? It's Nitro. But it's it, no, Nitro no, it, for, it, for it, 2023 it, and it's when Nitro was good. It's still Nitro. They literally took the Nitro but, set and updated it. And I mean, I, I'm not saying yeah. that's a bad thing. I think it's well, great. I don't have, I have, like you, now, like you, I only have a fraction of what you have. I have a percentage of TNA PTSD, but I don't have Nitro PTSD. I'm all for Nitro. I'm a Nitroholic. Give me that Nitro. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that Nitro hall. <laughs> Give me that Nitro hall. Yeah. Nitroholica. Like. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is it's like, But I think they knew it. So uh, they did. They did know what they were doing. It is on purpose. It is on purpose. I'll tell you what I like. It's uh, the set is very different. Mm. Look, it's it's screens, but it's not what I I kind of wanted a physical set. But I think in 2023, I have to accept that the days of physical sets for weekly TV are gone. Like are. it's too much money to haul them around when they can just bring screens and rearrange them. So, and to be <clears> fair, it's like this is at least a different arrangement of that. It's not like oh, it's, it's... It very much its own thing. 
Um, the en- intro music, I think, is amazing. Like, they could have gone with any rock song or heavy metal song and, you know, really done, you know, Billy Big Balls, Testosterone, Big Men Smashing Meat to Heavy Metal. No, they went and they got Elton John, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting, and I bloody love <sighs> it. I, I hate it more than words can and I, but it's it's exactly what I want. It's so I know, different. I know, I know. But I mean, I'll be honest with you, it is better than. And I, well, by by the way, I'm not like a big Elton John. I'm <laughs> couldn't tell you two Elton John songs. No, no, no. I mean, but the thing about it is, is like I'm not against Elton John. I think that Elton John has some great songs, and it's that's not where it's coming from. It's more just like I think wrestling works better when it has a rock or metal uh, oh. team into it. Because the thing about it is, it's like. WWE have even moved away from it. And I, what, what's the current theme for, for Raw and SmackDown? One of them has ter- a terrible theme. And one of them has a good one. I think SmackDown has a decent theme now. I, I honestly couldn't tell you. Yeah, I, I think SmackDown's the one that has the decent theme and, Smack- and Raw has an atrocious one. But Raw's went through phases of having good themes and bad themes. And when they kind of go towards a rock side... But here's the thing. To your point... And it's a good point. It is extremely distinct. It's yeah, 100%. and that's good. And and that's you good. know that even bleeds into the show. So Dynamite has that um, boom, let's go ignite intro, mm. and the show itself is very fast, almost sometimes too fast paced, too hectic, mm. like too mm. and collision. And again, we only have one episode to go off, but it feels like. Uh, it, it feels like a different show. It's yeah. it, it's not only a different set. It's not only different entrance music, different mm. wrestlers. Mm. Like it has a different pace to it, a different feel. Like things are there are there's fewer things on it, but they're given a wee bit more time to to breathe. Um, I just look, look. It's too early to say it's great or call it a success, but I have um I have high hopes for Collision. So. I want to get your opinion on this real quick before we uh, before we we hop in the time before machine. Before we finally put the stake in the heart of Cyber <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> uh, well, I hope to bring it back. That's the thing. I hope they use 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 us as a as a conduit well, yeah, to bring it because back. Because we keep saying is there's a brilliant idea here. If for the love of God you don't do it well, exactly. So look, before we get to that, I want to talk about Fight Forever now. Mm. So, <laughs> so I, I do appreciate certain things about this. It still looks garbage, but I love it. Love the visuals. That's fair, but they look like garbage. Uh, but all like, like I'll appre- I appreciate that what I'm going to say is of a ver- of a certain generation. Like, so maybe younger people looking at games won't appreciate this or won't be attracted to this. Since I was 2086, since I was 14 years old, all I have ever wanted is a sequel to No Mercy, the greatest wrestling game ever. And you know what you're going to say, right? So, if you want to listen to Nerd to Know Bases this week, where I have a very similar discussion with Kev about uh, Robocop versus Terminator for the Genesis. Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah. And he just will not play it, he just won't play it. And he won't play it because of the graphics. And I was like, gameplay matters more. So I do actually appreciate that. He won't that. play I, the original. 
He won't play any games from that time period. But it's so good. I know. That's what I said. Like, it's... So there's, there's a thing with... um, Like, you can go too good with graphics and it kind of ruins a game. So, like, uh, Zelda is set in a kind of... Like, a slightly cartoonish world. And people give out about that. So, for Twilight Princess, they went super realistic. And... Some of the people, when they're taken from a cartoonish form into a super realistic form, look like living nightmares. Yeah, like look at the GTA uh, remastered edition where it's a nightmare hellspawn hell here. <laughs> Perfect example. You know? <laughs> uh, but I thought with uh, uh, Terminator versus Robocop, I thought for a, for a side-scrolling 2D 16-bit game, it got across an incredible sense of viscera and violence and bloodlust. I thought it was an amazing... To be honest, when I was a kid, I was slightly terrified of that game. Yeah, I mean, I, I played it as a kid, and my dad loved it, and I 100% shouldn't have been playing it, but it's one of my favourite games <laughs> of all time. But, like, I mean, I was shocked by the fact he just would not play it. He wouldn't even listen to what I was saying. I was like, whoa, okay, this is, this is wild. Because I'd finished, like, three... I, Cyberpunk... Because during COVID, I couldn't do anything else. So I finished Cyberpunk, the DLC for Watch Dogs 3, which Watch Dogs 3 is terrible, but the DLC is awesome. And oh, That's weird. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And uh, the new Jurassic World game. And yeah, I mean, like, they were fine. The Jurassic World game's a lot of fun, but they were fine. Is it the, is it the park builder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I love the park, the team park games. Um, I really do. See, you're an intellectual. I do not have the patience for those games. Yeah, no, I, I mean, the thing about it is, though, with those games specifically, like, I love theme parks, but I also really like those games. But the problem is, they're the ones that you start at 9pm, you blink, 5 in the morning. Actually, do you know what? I and that's the do, problem with those games. I, I kind of do get it, because I had that with uh, Portal Bridge Builder. Ah, uh, yes, very similar. Have you, yeah, have yeah, you yeah. played it? Yeah, when you told me how good it was, it was fantastic. Oh my god, like, I just, I lost about a month of my life to that game. But like, you know, I mean, and again, they don't really have amazing graphics, and I, I I will take your point that those graphics aren't everything. But what I was saying when I was watching this, to get back on topic, the fight for everything, I do appreciate that they have a sense of humour about it, and I think that's what's actually probably going to make me buy it. Um, they at least they released the trailer for the exploding barbed wire death match. Oh, match. this is amazing! Yeah, <laughs> you can actually do it properly the way people expected it, but then you can also have a dud setting, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's incredible! Like, isn't that, that brilliant? Is very good, that's very but good. But isn't it like, um, isn't it like one of those like human psychology things that? the way to get people to like is to take the piss out of yourself yeah no i mean that's the thing it, like if they had been like no 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 no, it would have been modded in anyway so by putting it in and being like yeah look we know we messed up uh <laughs> do you know what as well um so i saw that where they showed the two um showed the two exploding rings side by side i bet you if you could do an analysis of like say after a month of the game being out i bet you more people do the dud finish than oh yeah no I'd say, I'd say so i'd say so like I, I will say the best wrestling game ever is wrestling empire still like i mean the fact you can murder somebody with nintendo 64 like or, or randomly backstage a car can just hit them yeah, and you and wouldn't they, call it like high 
quality oh graphics. no the graphics suck <laughs> like, it's the worst <laughs> graphics i've ever seen but i mean that's brilliant so i i know I, i'm back to being cautiously optimistic with fight forever now because i'm like oh okay i will buy this i won't buy it day one i won't buy it from gamestop because gamestop doesn't exist anymore <laughs> um but i will probably buy it eventually um I'm torn between getting it on my Switch or getting it on my Xbox One. I know the Xbox One's more powerful. Mm. Um, and also, to be honest, it's not even to do with the power. It's to do with the fact that Switch has these bizarre rules about um, uh, playing with people online. Like, you can only play with people you know. and Oh, really? You can only get to know people. Like, do you remember when me and you... Uh, signed up to the same Switch account and I had to send you like this 28 yeah. digit code like, <laughs> rather than just going you know Martin at <laughs> wrestling yeah so, it was like you know memorize this billion line code you're like okay yeah I had to send you a screenshot of it like but um but look like I, I think uh, when they come out because did you say 2k24 is coming out soon enough no it's just uh 23 just came out oh 23 right yeah 23 just came out do you have it or yeah yeah i'm working on a review for us because i haven't actually gone through it yet fully well i'd i'd say then how about we save the two of them and we do ourselves a, a games episode i think in that's the next good. next couple of months i think that's actually a really good idea brilliant Okay, guys, there we go. And, this is how and, we plan it. We show plan on the show like professionals. This is literally <laughs> it. Like, like me, me and Dara talk during the week, but we just send each other like memes. memes. And, <laughs> <laughs> nonsense. Like, nonsense. Like taking the press. And, and, then we, and then we get online and it's like, oh, man, I haven't talked to you all week. What's the crack? It's like, oh, by the way, what are we doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's why you get these these random flights of fancy and such. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's a really good idea because we do ha- like I do want to do an in depth review. I'm in the I'm in the process of working through it of 2K23, and then I think a, a review and comparison of uh, Five Forever would be good. And then maybe a look back at Wrestling Empire because I want you to play that game as well because I think you'll love it. Love it. Well, I tell you what, we'll set them up, we'll do them, and I promise you, I'll I'll buy Wrestling Empire. I mean, I, yeah. I want I want to interview the guy who made it. There's a Jesus version where you can play. <laughs> no, seriously, where you can play as Jesus and people around the time. So you can just play as a random Roman just hanging out. Like, and it's not wrestling based. It's just, I think it's like biblical empire or something. It's mad. This guy is does a madman, but I love him. Does he do the crucifix bomb? No, but he does the actual crucifix. Does does he do the end of days? You know what? That finisher's unreal. That that is that, is that the finisher. Only, the only I, thing Baron Corbin has going for him. His music was his original music was pretty sick too. Oh no, right. So so the so I just want to put this right. So the same guy who made Wrestling Empire, right, and they're all on Steam, has made Wrestling Empire, Hard Time, which is a jail simulator, Wrestling 3D Revolution, which was before Wrestling Empire, Weekend Warriors MMA, which is Wrestling Empire. But with MMA, <laughs> the the U Testament, the two D coming, which is a, a a New Testament simulator. Um, yeah. So there you go. 
I mean, they're all there. I mean, I don't know how he picks his his subjects, but I'm all there for it. I mean, all there for it. I don't He's, know how he picks his subjects. He just sounds like a really violent priest. Yeah. Okay. No, I <laughs> he, he sounds like his two favorite things are Jesus and fighting. What about prison? He just sounds like an Irish priest. Yeah, but there's a prison one there as well. I mean, well, well how many Irish priests are in prison? Oh God, we're not touching that one. Oh, we're not touching that one. I walked into that. Oh my God. Uh, Good listeners of Phoenix FM. <laughs> Pre watershed. Oh God. Um, but no, seriously, the if you're stuck for a game to play and you're just like, okay. Or, or if you have a Switch, right, and you're stuck for a wrestling game on a Switch, because there's, like, only one, and it's it, it runs, like, absolute trash. You're um, only going to be stuck for five more days. Or, or, or you can play Wrestling Empire right now. <laughs> to be, right now. He does have me there. I do. That's, that's, that's five days. That's yep. five solid days of Wrestling Empire. That's five days where you can <laughs> be wrestling a match. And you're I'll be honest with dies. you, Dara. I bet if you emailed... Him, we could get him on the show. I I want him on the show so badly because I have so many questions, like legitimate, like fanboy questions. Been like, yeah. sir, you are amazing. <laughs> How did you do this? I need and to we know. Could, we could not lie to him, but we could use like a omission to encourage him. We could be like, yeah, we want to bring you on, bring you on to our like our global podcast because it is technically global. And um, yeah, our Irish radio station giving the impression that it is <laughs> well, well, <laughs> north to uh, south, coast to coast. I have to say though, the Gary website, to Gary. So the website's amazing, right? The website is like oh it's well, not... Phoenix has yeah, it has so it is technically no, it is a it is national national radio station. Well, then. But the website here, man, right? It it has it's not secure. There is there's one email here and I'm gonna like email him. So I am I'm gonna try and see if we can get him on the show. Oh I mean, brilliant. This lad. Oh my god. Well, what about that? What about we get him on the gaming episode? Well we'll try. We'll still do it anyway, but we'll we'll definitely get him on. He has merch too. Oh my god, I need this merch. Honestly, okay. I think if we can get the lads from I was going to say Dead Cell. It's not Dead He's Cell. English. He's an English independent game developer. Oh, brilliant. Oh, man. Okay, right. Yeah, we need to get this lad on. This needs to happen. But uh, who, who... What was the band we had last week? Cell Games. Cell I was thinking Dead Cell because that Papa Roach song. Oh, if we can get the lads though. from Cell Games, we can get anyone. We're that's in the true. big time now. The big time. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, hold on. This guy has like a massive history. He's like the he's the so apparently he's known as the Tommy Wiseau of video games. Um, amazing. Oh my god! Uh, I'm gonna send you this because this is great. Sorry guys, uh, we 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 no, fallen down. Apologize the because fall, this is going to be the worst show ever, but in the best possible way. Like we're gonna have the Tommy Wiseau of computer games. It's gonna be all. Do you remember when uh, Stone Cold interviewed like? a really annoyed Dean Ambrose. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was like the worst interview ever, but the best, most compelling television ever. Well, here's like, the thing. I mean, oh, my God. Is Stone Cold going to, like, legitimately hit him? I legitimately am a fan of that game, though. The other ones are a bit weird. I'm not going to lie. The Hard Time one is bizarre, as is the U Testament. I mean, that as is a weird game. But Wrestling Empire is God tier. 
Just saying. Just saying. No, and, and, and you know what? The other two games are going to review. That's the watermark. I, I, I think this sounds like an amazing episode. Because you can have a match. You can have a barbed wire match inside of a plane. And the, the, putting the plane ride from hell to shame. Absolutely. It was barely the plane ride from Florida. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was barely the, the plane ride from Larn. <laughs> what what other game can you murder someone with in N64? Oh, I mean... Stop me when I'm telling lies. Okay, not murder, but I think in No Mercy... You can take an N64 out of the crowd and beat someone with it. Oh, very good. Very good. Very, very good. Well, that better be in Fight Forever, or else I'm going to write an email to Tony and be like, Tony, hey, I, ha- I have notes. <laughs> Tony, <laughs> I know you have no control over <laughs> Nintendo properties, but the fact <laughs> that you did not include this Nintendo property, I give your game no, no Virgil tenors out of ten. <laughs> no, <laughs> give your I give your game no sense out of one Xbox Euro. Sony, oh, Sony, Tony, you better break out that cash book because you're gonna need it. Time to yeah. buy Nintendo. <laughs> time to, I want Fight Forever Two, and I want Mario in it. And I want <laughs> I want like I want Fight Forever Two to be called Fight Forever Smash Bros. Smash Bros. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, anyway. In the last half an hour we have after that wild tangent, which I think is I think that's our oh best tangent ever. I think that's our best tangent ever. I really am. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> well, it's because it's like the brawl out. It's set up so much for the future. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but the difference is we'll acknowledge it again. We won't like do two separate shows to keep them separate. Well, again, and I don't want to get into it now because I know we're moving on to uh, Cyber Sunday. I don't want to get into it, but my hot hunch, I think they've worked it out, and I think we're going to see Punk v Elite over the course of the next year. Well, speaking of somewhere we won't see CM Punk wrestle, oh, you know, I know, right? What was this about? Professional, right? Professional. So we're in the time machine. We're going all the way back to October twenty sixth, two thousand and eight. Phoenix, Arizona, in the U.S. Airways Center. Cyber Sunday, 2008. Now, the the, the cover, like the, the actual artwork of this features CM Punk and a bunch of folks with CM Punk's uh, straight edge uh, tape fists. And it's, so you're assuming, all right, CM Punk's probably going to be wrestling on this. You'd be wrong. He isn't. He, he he does appear for about thirty he, seconds. Yeah, because he's tagging at this point with uh, Kofi Kingston because they are legit mates at the time. And uh, yeah, he uh, he doesn't get selected. Here's what I don't get. Right, so fair enough if that was the poster for the show before it happened, like if that was the hype poster to get people. But when you're watching on the network, surely they can change it up. I mean, it's not as if you go to. Royal Rumble 2002, and they've a big smiling picture of Chris Benoit on the front. <laughs> you know, like they've managed to retcon that. Yeah, backlash, go and, backlash 2004 as well, right? Yeah, surely they can go and go, oh, do you know this big poster CM Punk we have? Actually, CM Punk didn't even appear in that show. Maybe we could change it. They didn't do that. No, they didn't. Yeah, I, feel, and... I, feel, I feel bad for them because it's like, 
they they had to travel to the arena, right? They had to gear up. They had to sit there. And it's not like they were in a dark match. They just went home. <laughs> or they hung around because you're not allowed to go home. They were just hanging out in catering, watching the show. It's like, it's a massive waste of time. Like, Yeah, like, I'm sure if you're a wrestler, like, if someone says you've the week off, that's amazing. Uh, like, mm. I'm sure if someone says you've the week off and you're going to get paid anyway, you take the hand off. Yeah. But I also imagine if someone says, we need you to come to the show, you'd like to bloody wrestle. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm sure of, you got paid of, anyway. That's but yeah, yeah, but at that stage, it's probably not about being paid. Like, one of Bret Hart's biggest complaints about WCW was they kept flying him everywhere to all these nitros, and then he wasn't on them. And he's getting these big paychecks, but he was like, why in the goddamn hell am I in Arizona? Like, <laughs> you flew me down here from Calgary. I sat in catering. I had a couple of burgers. And then you flew me... like. I would rather be not paid and left alone in Calgary. <laughs> you know that? I'd be, I'd be the same, to be honest with you. Um, I think maybe that was why this happened. I think, well, sorry, why this concept maybe was discontinued. Um, this waste, because there's a substantial amount of waste uh, on the show. Uh, I'm like... It's not well, the worst that, thing. In that's the... why I. That's why I think this idea is better as a Raw and SmackDown rather yeah. than a pay per view. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, and it, the idea is still very good. And you know what? Now the fact that we're in a smartphone, uh, we're in a smartphone world, right? Where yeah, you can vote. On, yeah, I mean, it it it's there. Like even the, the stage for this show was BlackBerry, which is very weird because I mean. No one's thought about BlackBerry in years. Um, no, to be fair, in two thousand and eight, it it was the thing. Like it everybody was, thing. was. What was the? Was it a, a BBM? Shoot me a BBM, a a BlackBerry message, like because they they'd kind of gotten out of the head of the thing where, particularly, and dear listeners from Dublin, you won't understand this, but if you're on the border, uh, you were getting charged. Depending on if you were in your sitting room or your bathroom, you were getting charged different <laughs> different costs. Uh, BBMs at the time were free, no matter this, where you I, are. I, I'm so sure. Like this is a thing that is not is not part of my world. Honest to God, like I'm I'm enthralled by this. If you, but and and actually now because of Brexit, one of the many gifts of Brexit is that this is coming back because the EU outlawed um roaming charges. The EU is like, oh, interesting. Roaming charges are roaming charges are nonsense. Like, yeah, the um, So the EU outlawed them, but then the Tories now leaving the EU and they're outside of these laws, so they're having what's called a well they're calling it a bonfire of the vanities to me it seems like a bonfire of very common sense rules that made everybody's life easier but one of them they're getting rid of is the um the ban on roaming charges so now people like myself who live along the border are back to you know checking oh i'm 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 in the left corner of the hay shed so I'm picking up a picking up a southern signal here so I'll I'll be able to text me friend and dock and it'll only cost me you know, ten cent rather than fifty cent, and then I'll go and text me missus in Newry, and I have to head up to the 
the northwest corner of the loft where I'll pick up a northern signal and it'll only cost me 10p rather than 50p. That's so wild. I I don't even have words escape me on that, but well, well there you go, folks. Um, you, you Look, you, you can say what you want about this show, right? But you can't say you don't learn things. <laughs> can't I say you don't learn that. things. And, I, and I'll, I'll go even further, dear viewers, and I promise you, Dara, I won't say it and that'll get us banned, not scanned lazy. But if you're a young man and you're having your first girlfriend and you're texting her in the middle of the night, very creative things. Oh my God. I think it's unfair that because of the position of your bedroom in the house, that you're forced to pay 50 pence, 50 pence a text when you really have no option but to reply to the texts that she's sending. Yeah, but here's the thing. Is, like, WhatsApp not a thing? No. Like, do people still send texts? No, this is back. Oh, this I is back in the day. Back when I was... Oh, this is not anymore. Like, now, okay. nowadays, it's... Yeah, it's just... Uh, well, there's no Roman... Well, there wasn't Roman because of the EU. There is mm. now. But even at that, yeah, you just use WhatsApp, Viber, or Messenger, or whatever. But no, no, this was back when I was a uh, young man. Oh, well, okay. Right, well, that that's me, Todd. I didn't know. I was, you know... Well, but look, so that explains uh, that BlackBerry must have been a big player back then. And I suppose that makes sense because like, it's not where that started. That's where that started. Yeah. <laughs> Given out of it that so long, I've forgotten how it started. So hold on, when was when was the first iPhone out? First iPhone was out. Uh... Oh, I don't know. I, I never had an iPhone until I moved to Cork and I got in 2017 and I got an iPhone for work. Like so the a, first iPhone was out in 2007, and it, oh, that this makes a lot of sense. It didn't really have that deep penetration as such until maybe like gotta have that deep penetration until 2010. If you're texting the girlfriend. You oh my to... god, Martin, come on! <laughs> there is nothing about what I said that Phoenix can object to. Right, I we're know. talking about mobile phone penetration, market penetration. Mark. Mark. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I suppose it would make I'm sense. I'm gonna like, listen to this on Phoenix FM. I swear to God, if you've edited this, I'll be very annoyed with you. <laughs> There's nothing we've said that's wrong here. <laughs> so, so yeah, I think BlackBerry was the main, the main market leader. So that would kind of make sense because even the phones, because like if you look at the phone that's on the on the poster, they're all using flip phones. Yeah, they're not even yeah, using iPhones. Are. I mean, if that was done now, it would all be. It would either be a Samsung phone or would be an iPhone, like legitimately. Yeah. Or so, a Huawei. No, I don't even think it would be. Mad anti Chinese. Well, I don't know. How, how, how do you want me to respond? Do you want me to respond to that as a cybersecurity professional or do you want me to respond to that as a joke? Which which one? Oh, I want you to respond with a cybersecurity professional joke. <laughs> I would say <laughs> maybe, maybe listen to those concerns because they are. There are issues <laughs> that technology. Your data is on a server in Hong Kong, and there's nothing you can do about it. There, yeah, there's there's a lot of concern. There's a reason why the whole cybersecurity industry is like, oh, maybe we shouldn't. Um, well, so yeah, there's also there's also a reason why the whole Cyber Sunday thing ended up being maybe we shouldn't. Yeah, and yes. I've a I've a I've a couple of theories here. So yes, yes it's partly down to what we've discussed it's a good idea executed terribly 
Yes. It's also in the 10 weeks around uh, Cyber Sunday. 10 weeks, so that's two and a half months. Hmm. There are four pay-per-views. Well, it was like, but it was like this at the time. So that's basically, it's basically a pay-per-view every other week. Yeah, man, it was like this at at the time, though. Like, even 2006, like, what, what, yeah, there was December to Dismember. That was terrible. However, that was sandwiched in between, like, Like, six uh, shows. And and two of them pretty big shows, because it's sandwiched in between. One of them is No Mercy, which is... Yes, a B show, but traditionally a very good one. And the other is then Survivor Series. Yeah, and then Armageddon. And then bloody, and then it's bloody Royal Rumble season. Like and it's, and and New Year's Resolution. New like or Revolution, sorry. So, I I think part of the failure of Cyber Sunday is not down to itself. I think it's down to that, and I think it's also that people can tell. B show, no matter what you try to dress it up as. So, like this was they got rid of Cyber Sunday. They replaced it with bragging rights. Mm. Bragging rights was a pre-Survivor Series thing, where Raw and SmackDown teams would wrestle each other, and you'd win the bragging rights trophy. Have you ever heard of anyone who has six-time Intercontinental Champion, four-time World Champion, two-time? bragging rights trophy winner. You know what made no sense about that, right? And I think they fixed it afterwards. It's like, just do the exact same thing at Survivor Series and then yeah. there you go. Because it means the exact same thing. Because, it, yeah, and, and it was like a month later. So, like, yeah. why? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I think I think you're actually hitting on a very good point here. A lot of, a lot of this is timing. Timing. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. And putting... A guy in the poster who's not in the show. Yeah, but I mean, that's, again, <laughs> timing. Because if they were like, oh, we have to make sure such and such is on time here, or, uh, you know, gets time on this show because he's on the card. They were just like, oh, no, it's fine. You know? But like, uh, I well, think, you know how you oh, could have guaranteed, sorry, you know how you could have guaranteed Punk was on the show? Made Didn't... him a champion. <laughs> or they could have done what they did with uh, a dozen other matches here they could have said you can have such and such versus CM Punk or Snitsky or <laughs> Gilbert the choice is yours I would have like, picked the choice Gilbert. isn't really yours I, yeah, I know Gilbert. you would have yeah, no, and, lo- and I love you for it <laughs> but I think the right like... choice there is one right choice there to be honest with you and it's, it's not the one I go for but um... I think uh so I think part of the reason is yes, it's a poor, it was a good idea, poorly ex- executed. Yes, it was pretty timed in that it was in the middle of a glut of pay-per-views. Yeah. But I think the ultimate issue with Cyber Sunday is that people can tell when you're selling them a B-level pay-per-view. Oh, and they were like, they were, this was ab- like, and I mean, for example, the, the Rey Mysterio Kane match is actually in two K twenty-two. Which is weird because it's apparently it's one of his favorite matches. I don't really see why. Who's but, Rey Mysterio's yeah, Mysterio. or Kane's? Mysterio's. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one I of his. I can see like, it being one of Kane's favorite matches because it's half decent. But Rey Mysterio has a, a, a rich history. 
Yeah, it's but it's, draw, it, it's one of the first big man, little man matches that really works. But I mean, like that is kind of there. There isn't a lot to write home about this. You know, the, there's Triple H, Jeff Hardy, which is okay, has a really good finish, but uh, it's only okay. And then Batista and Jericho is very underwhelming <laughs> until <laughs> Austin shows up. And at the end of watching this, and again, we we haven't got super long to talk about it, but. There was nothing really on the show other than Mysterio and Kane where I'm like, this was worthwhile. I felt like I'd wasted time watching this show. Even And look, it had Undertaker and Big Show in a last man standing match. Now, I will have to say, there was the Divas Halloween costume contest, which was lovely. Which, uh, which is always good. Which is the yeah. one reason we should bring uh, and Mickey Sunday back. And Mickey James as Lara Croft. I mean, I, didn't, I did not know fact, that was coming up. But I was like... Know, I'm okay with this. Do you know one of the reasons that they kept Cyber Sunday was because it, it, it like I said, they have those other pay-per-views, but all those other pay-per-views miss Halloween. Mm. And they liked having a Halloween episode, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So why in the name of God would you not bring back one of the most beloved WCW pay-per-views that you have the rights to? Because... Halloween Havoc? Because why why wouldn't you do that? Because WWE didn't come up with it, folks. It's October 29th. It's time for Cyber Sunday. What are you doing to me? What are you doing to me, Vince? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, you know, Halloween havoc. It just rolls off the tongue. You know, it, it's it, amazing. It's, you know. But look, as I said, that was the only kind of standout in this. The, the divas, uh, and I think this year, like. They finally got how to kind of do that properly in a way that doesn't feel weird or break up. Like it, break, it breaks up the show quite well, but they could never do that nowadays. They, they could absolutely never no. have, Definitely. you know. Like, like some of them are still, so I'm, I'm flicking through my notes here because it's broken up through the thing. Uh, so we have the costumes is back. Um, oh, there's one of them is dressed up in an army thing and she's major trouble and that instantly made me think of major guns yeah yeah, yeah. wcw that was amazing katie um, lee but- burchill um totally forgot about her she's awesome uh like her her time in wwe <laughs> uh do you, you know about that angle right with her brother oh katie lee vick no 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 katie lee burchill was a pirate gimmick and paul burchill was the gimmick Andy. Oh, he was the guy who used to swing into the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we I think we were. That was like, actually pretty cool. Yeah, but there's there's stuff behind that, like not in not not in yeah. real life, but the, yeah, it, yeah. In yeah. the so it, which way I, I might have it backwards. Is it in in kayfabe, their brother K- and sister? Yeah, in kayfabe, their brother and sister. Yeah. So it's a bit like a reverse of. <laughs> Ken Ken <laughs> 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 just WWE just. Will that refuses to learn, just <laughs> making refuses. the same mistakes over and over like, again in different it's ways. It's like it's like Bruce Pritchard, uh, and Jim Cornette and Vince McMahon were all hanging out one night and they were like, Ah, oh, oh, what are we gonna do for the upcoming show? And then Jim Cornette was like, Oh my god, Vince, you remember that absolute crap you pulled with Ken Shamrock and his sister who was his wife? It's like, Oh my god, yeah, we should do that again, but with a pirate. <laughs> Like, no, no, Vince, that's not why I was bringing it up. Bruce Pritchard was just sitting in the background. Oh my God, you're a genius, Vince. 
serious bits. So yeah, that's basically what happened with that angle. Uh, so we might have to cross that bridge at some point, but I'm trying to avoid ever crossing <laughs> that bridge again. I do. So, I do agree, though. Of of all the divas things, I'm just flicking through them here because a lot of them were the usual diva. Yeah, just... I mean, this one, all the girls got to show their personality off, but also got to like. It wasn't exploitative. Like, Mickey James, legitimately, that was a killer lot of Laura Croft well, cosplay. Like That was actually, and it's mad that we came to the same conclusion here, because I was going to say, like, some of them were very, very, like, Kelly, Kelly was a sailor, and she was all, ooh, you can sail my ship any day. Mm. And then another one was, like, a nun, and she was all, ooh, why don't you pray for my arse, or something like that. Uh, but then Mickey James actually looked amazing she did but didn't look like it wasn't exploit like she wasn't like sent out there in lingerie or anything she no she actually had a killer cosplay like honest to god if they didn't have lara croft in those movies at the time no if they didn't have um angelina jolie angelina jolie in those movies at the time oh my god mickey james all the way i know right like really so she was fantastic and i mean it was that's what i'm saying it's the best time they done this and it's kind of annoying because it's like it's the last time they've done it. it's like oh you finally figured it out and now you're you know but the as i said the rest of the show left a lot to be desired um it really did like the yeah i know, mean the, so the opening was like you said it was fine it was it was a decent i actually have down here decent big man small man match actually Marty and evan Bourne was fantastic that was a great match too yes and so I look, had look him up. He's Matt Seidel. He is. He is. So I'm going to quickly run through the, the results here for everybody. So yeah, yeah. Rey Mysterio defeated Kane in a no-holds-barred match. Uh, Matt Hardy defeated Evan Bourne to retain the ECW Championship and probably what was the match of the night. Uh, Can I tell you what, while you're running through this, if you hit a match where I have just something to point out, I'll just stop. Is that okay? Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. Well, I will say, if this is your first time listening to the show, congratulations. Uh, for making it true we appreciate it there are better shows of us covering better content one of them being with cell games uh well we're not you know trying to go through an atrocious show uh <laughs> which again this show was real bad like it was <laughs> there was no fun to be had the actual discussion was a lot more fun than watching it um yeah and we'll be back next week to talk about well we don't actually know 100 percent yet it, it will either be a WCW show, or it'll be uh, actually no, it'll probably be Forbidden Door. We'll, we'll do Forbidden Door next. Oh, week. it's a hot. What do you mean, probably Dara? I'll yeah. drive down to Dublin and smack you. No, that's, that's fair. Door. No, that's fair. It, so it's going to be Forbidden Door next year and uh, next week, yeah. and then either it will be a WCW show or the start of a new arc in in your house. So we'll be back next week to talk about Forbidden Door. Uh, I've been Dara Connor for my co-host Martin Hardy. We'll talk to you next week here on the Wrestling Room. Bye, guys. If you have nothing else to do on a Saturday, if you like nerd things, now check out Nerd to Know Basis here on Phoenix 92.5 FM, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. And then head over to nerdtoknowmedia.com for all of our shows as part of the Nerd to Know Media radio network. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production. All right, everybody. That was a botch. That was a fucking Sin Cara botch. Um, you were watching with some Sin Cara, weren't you? 
Yes, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I saw the, uh, the different variations on the... On the I, I was actually really impressed when he would jump into the ring until I found out that there's a wee, uh, there's a wee trampoline there. And that they always record this voice. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, here we go. match uh Matt Hardy defeated Evan Bourne to retain the ECW championship and probably what was the match of the night uh, I'll tell you what while you're running through this if you hit a match where I have just something to point out I'll just stop is that okay yeah that's perfect okay go ahead John Morrison and The Miz defeated Crime Time and Shad Gaspar in just literally, a tag team match. Literally nothing to say. I, in fact, so little happened I had to stop you to tell you. That no, that's fair. I mean, <laughs> it, it sums up the drought of tag team wrestling. This was no, like and, this was around no, the Highlanders time. And Naughty's Miz is just... Oh, so I can say this because it's not a swear word in Ireland. Just the literal embodiment of a douchebag. Yeah, legitimately. Absolutely. Just... Not even like he had X Packy. That's what no, it was. It was but uh, that's an insult to Sean Waltman because he eh, that needs to be changed to <laughs> Naughty's Miz Heat. The Honky Tonk Man defeated Santino Morella for the Intercontinental Championship. Oh my God, terrible! Can I can I shock you? Go on, you loved it. L- love this. Oh no, love this. But Roddy Piper would have been better or Goldust. Well, yeah, but the thing I found is that whenever they do a legends thing. They always end up bringing all three of the legends out anyway. So which is what happened. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, but look, Santino Morella came out and he did this. Like, I haven't been, I wasn't watching WWE at the time, so I haven't been overexposed to this stuff. So okay. I think his, I say it, a funny word thing is entertaining. <laughs> I, the hon- <laughs> I say it, the thing of the wrong way, you know? I have to say, he, when he, I, I come out, I wrestle the tonky honky man. <laughs> the best, the best is yet to come with Santino Morella and Kozlov. Like that stuff is actually hilarious because I was in person for it. Like I, I, they did a lot of it in England. Um, okay, fair enough. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. So I, I thought this was alright. I thought it, it could have ended better. Like with the mat, this gave me, uh, again, not a swear word. This gave me uh, wrestling blue balls. Right. Mm. Everton was great. Santina Marella coming out as the heel, Honky Tonk Man as the face veteran. Obviously, he can't do much. Nobody's expecting him to actually go for a full match. But they ended it in a DQ when he got tripped by Santina Marella's girlfriend from the outside. Right? But Honky Tonk Man comes out with a guitar. Are, are you familiar with the, um, the theatrical principle of Chekhov's pistol? Yes. Yeah, so... Friend who is not is if you're at a play and one of the characters has a pistol or there's a pistol hanging up somewhere or whatever, it's going to be used. It has to be used, right? Yeah. For example, folks, when a table set up in the middle of the ring during a contract signing, someone's going through that table. Yeah. There you go. Chekhov's <laughs> contract signing. But the, the honky tonk man went out with a guitar and was beaten unfairly by the heel, mm. and then the other legends came out to get revenge. Mm. And nobody got smashed with a guitar. And I was just sitting there like edging for like 10 minutes going, somebody hit someone with that goddamn guitar. 
<laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, what was it? The Undertaker defeated Big Show in the last man standing match, which was so underwhelming. I, I can't put into words how underwhelming the match was. I mean, generally, though, genuinely, how whelmed did you expect to be by an Undertaker Big Show match? Oh, well, I wasn't at all. And I wasn't I, expecting to be any whelmed at all. But I, I thought like, it was. I, was I actually like, thought it was fine. Because my expectations were so low. You know what they should have done? They should have made this a casket match. Yeah, should have, should have made it a casket match. Do you know what? Some, At least the casket match has that gimmick by the side of the ring that makes it a bit... Yeah, I mean, my problem with this was The Undertaker killing himself for no reason. There was no belt on the line. This was just a match. Point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just and you know what? If you're if you're gonna go with uh, again, this was a classic um, Cyber Sunday. It was a last man standing or a knockout or an I quit. It's like these these are all like two of these things are exactly the same, and the third one is very similar. You know. So um, the next, so the the next match is a match of one spots. Um, Jeff Hardy defeated sorry Triple H defeated Jeff Hardy uh, for the WWE Championship sorry I got distracted there and uh, basically the match was okay phenomenal finish with Triple H basically grabbing Jeff Hardy off the top rope and pedigreeing him to hell that was class that's about it I have exactly the same down here Um, another decent match but excellent finish. But I also have down here another note. Uh, the way they were talking about Jeff Hardy um, through the show, like, clear that he's over with the fans, clear that the company likes him, but they never talk about him. And maybe this is a, a result of, you know, the whole Triple H reign of terror. But they never talk about him like he's a legitimate concern, like a real main event, like, strap the rocket to him, he's going to be the guy to carry the company. So, I looked it up uh, and I was genuinely surprised to find that Jeff Hardy has like like four world title runs. Now, I've never seen any of them, so I wanted to get your opinion or at least just, I don't know, some kind of note from you. Like, what was Jeff Hardy like as a world champion? Terrible. Terrible. Actually, yeah. All four of them. Yeah, he was consistently bad. His best run was against Punk. That was his best run, but he was actually consistent. Sounds, that sounds pretty good. I'd watch. Yeah, that no, match. his feud of Punk is incredible, but he is not. A, he's not a world champion. He really isn't. And then he went to TNA, became a worse world champion. Well, now we all yeah we so, all know the TNA. <laughs> like the TNA no, stuff no, no, no. Is another I mean, level I, altogether. No, I mean yeah, no. Send Sting out there and roll him up. He had, he had this other, he had this weird belt, and it was oh my god, it was mad. He started singing his own team music. Oh Christ, terrible, 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 terrible. Uh, he should never should have been a world champion ever. He really shouldn't be ever. Is he a bit like um? And I say this with absolutely no malice because I love the man to death. But is he a bit like Eddie Kingston in that? Yes, he should be the world champion. He should have that moment. He should have that victory. And he should hold the belt for about a month. No, he should never hold the belt. He's a, he's a Hall of Famer. Absolute Hall of Famer. But Matt Hardy 
is a more deserving world champion than Jeff Hardy. Wow. I mean, you see my Hardy wrestling here for in the ECW. That's his best run. It's his best run. And I mean, it's because it's like, yeah, it's like he's not a complete mess. He's gone out having good matches. He's making stars. Jeff Hardy, this is this is his performance. This was Jeff Hardy match. There was no there was a big spot. Two big spots, maybe. And that's it. I would I'm, I th- honestly, once you've seen one Jeff Hardy match, you've seen all Jeff Hardy matches. And that's my well, problem with it. Well, folks, like me and Dara are never gonna agree here, so like it's really up for you to decide. If you think Jeff Hardy is the better world champion, send us a Jeff Hardy Euro. And I think <laughs> Matt Hardy is the is the better world champion. Send us a Matt Hardy two Euro. I think that's fair. <laughs> you can have a Jeff Hardy, a Matt Hardy, or a Gilberg. <laughs> send us a Gilberg seven hundred and fifty Euro. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you had well, in, in the thing that surprised me most about this right Batista I can't take Batista seriously now anymore because I just see Drax <laughs> and I just hear Drax and I'm like oh no I cannot take you seriously at all so yeah any Batista match we watch where he is talking or making noise I just see Drax to be honest and and I've seen all the Guardians of the Galaxy films, but do you know whenever Batista talks, all I see? What? Give me what I want! <laughs> Give me what I want! <laughs> it's like, every time Batista talks, I just imagine having him around for dinner. And going, hi, would you like a... So we've got red wine, white wine, Heineken, Magners, a bit of whiskey, um, I think there might be a wee bit of vodka, a wee bit of tequila somewhere, like, uh, whatever you want to drink, what would you like? And he's like... I would like a vermouth. It's like, that's, <laughs> sorry, we don't, we would happily, if we had one, I'd make it for you, but we just don't have a, give me what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I like, I'd send Han out into the garden going, look, just mulch up some grass. In front of <laughs> oh, that's too good. That's too good. <laughs> that's too good. Um, but yeah, so I mean that was the problem with it. And Jericho, this is a weird, this is a weird transition point for Jericho. Jericho because he he hasn't done his best heel. I don't, you don't think you've seen this where he he blinds Shawn Michaels and like <laughs> s- smashes up his wife and stuff. It's very good. Oh, it's very, I've, yeah, I've seen very good that. one. Yeah, so yeah. So I, he's I, I he's not there. Uh, yeah, disappointed by this. Yeah, he's not there. Yeah, he's just kind of like I'm Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the other thing I find is that as soon as you bring Stone Cold into and like there's plenty of reason to bring Stone Cold into a match, it's obviously a massive draw. I mean, when they did the vote, it was like like four percent Randy Orton, like eight percent Shawn Michaels. Also the first time Shawn Michaels has lost though. <laughs> yeah, then like like what was it like seventy eight percent Stone Cold for the vote? Yeah, but it's the first time he lost in this because usually it's him that's winning. But the 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 point is that the minute you bring Stone Cold into a match, whether he's a referee or whatever, you make the match about him. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if you got the two hottest wrestlers in the company at the moment. The minute you bring Stone Cold in as a referee or an enforcer or outside the ring or whatever, you make the match about Stone Cold. <laughs> Sorry. I'm on Wikipedia here, and just the picture they use for Batista is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's just that you can just see the photographer going, but Batista, this is a terrible picture of you. Give me what I want. <laughs> this is not what I want. Give me what I want. I was like, but one of your eyes is closed and there's a schnatter hanging out. You're, Give me what I want. <laughs> oh, my God. He's just, oh, he's some man. He really is. But he really is just hilarious. But yeah, uh, anytime I see him now, I'm just like, like in wrestling, I just cannot take him seriously, like at all. So. I, I get that. That I might just that. be me. That might just be me. No, I mean, I, you know. I, do you know what? And here's the thing is that at least he has a background in wrestling. Like, I hear all these people talking about, oh my God, Logan Paul is the greatest wrestler. He puts all the other, he puts the whole WWE roster to shame. And I just wish Elon Musk would take some of his billions. And I mean, if if I had any wish, I'd wish he'd take his billions and invest it in a submarine and go and see the Titanic. But short of that, I wish he'd take some of his billions and invest it in an app whereby I could reach through the phone and slap these goddamn idiots because that is the dumbest nonsense I've ever heard. But I've, Logan, t- hold on. Oh. I- I've told you this before, Mark. You don't go on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, it's my own fault because I, I last, year, do this. last year I completely and successfully detoxified and I got rid of all the rest on Twitter and do what happens is you're sitting up, you're watching a pay-per-view at 3am you're like, oh my God, that was so good. I wonder does anyone, and you have a rake of pints in you and you're going, I wonder does anyone else think that was good? And just mm. bit by bit, you just get gradually drawn back into the arguments and the nonsense and the bad faith trolls and it's my own, you're 100% right there, it's my own fault. It's just, you know, even though I'm on Twitter and I will respond to tweets, I don't go looking for trouble. It's just because it will find you. It's like the old saying: oh, don't, go lo- don't go looking for trouble because it will find you. And, oh, it'll, you know, seek it. It'll sneak into your house at night and take pictures of you and post them <laughs> to you the next day. And maybe oh like, hell, I didn't well, even I, know I was in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also again, it's like you know, it may or may not be where Twitter literally exists to get you fired in your job in ten years. Like that's oh yeah. Crack. Has to be. I mean, that's the only thing that works. It's like, oh, you did this. I would, yeah. I would be destitute and penniless if Bebo still existed. <laughs> that's <laughs> where, that's where the bulk of all my absolute unhinged nonsense is. And thankfully, it just disappeared from the face of the world. Well, no, it came back, but the servers were nuked. Yeah. Well, they're all like, oh, you can download it. And I was like, well, luckily, none of my prospective employers are going to go <laughs> downloading Bebo. <laughs> oh my god I know it's funny uh, Bebo was big at the time that this pay-per-view came out because I was I was in college and Bebo Bebo was the big thing it was massive it was at 2008 ju- yeah it was massive yeah it was just literally just before uh, my, uh, space my, MySpace came in MySpace was great was very brief though actually MySpace was way better than Facebook but it was my, very brief MySpace was Facebook, actually incredible it was incredible just um, took over and I think the reason why, again, not to say to Torellis, but I think it's because like it took, it took the best of MySpace, the best of Bebo, and the best of MSN, and mixed them together. But no, do you know what it did? It did social media, but mm. in a pure sense, in that you could really only interact with the people you knew, mm. and you weren't introduced to uh, 
constant stream of consciousness of lunatic strangers from all <laughs> over the world. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's like, oh, I, it's like, like if you log on to social media and you go, oh, I wonder what uh, me, me friend Michaela is saying, or I wonder what me Auntie Bridget is saying, or I wonder what me brother Paul is saying. And now when you go on, it's like, oh, I wonder what, you know, boob lover 69 69 69 thinks of like it's, <laughs> it's just absolute it's dystopia it's we're, we don't realize it because we're in the middle of it but we live in a digital dystopia no no we do we don't live in the fun one with the with the linux terminals and the and the cyberpunk oh, with the cool rain and you, eating noodles no we remember in, how much promise there was in the internet in the early noughties like it was going to be the best fun ever. And then it got, and not to get all political, but it got taken over by bloody capitalism and ruined. Well, no. Um, I mean, no. The internet, okay. The internet is doing not what it should be doing. It was not set up for this, which is why it's so insecure because we're using. At best, fifteen-year-old technology for everything and trying to patch it all together. You know, I mean, take me back to two thousand and five, where the internet was, where everything was perfect. Oh, That's what I want. That's what I want. You know, Bebo. You had Gore dot com. Yeah. Oh man, I'll be honest with you though. Know, it's like I, I would Those take the, the days. I would take the Wild West internet than what we have now. The the super controlled, as you said, corporate internet. It's, it's, it's not fun because like, look, it's even like you say, it's super controlled. Exactly. But it's actually exactly. it's actually worse because it's super controlled, but not by like lunatics who just want to share their ideas. Super controlled by like uh, just constant advertising and yeah. algorithms. And yeah. here's the thing: I would rather have those head cases because they're more fun. Yeah, they're more fun, you know. And you know, and do you know what, what the best part is? What is that this? doesn't even count as a tangent because it's completely and directly related to cyber to, to the the theme of the pay-per-view and you know and i think that's what it was like that's what it kind of captured and you're right yeah it's not a tangent like it's this no, we, it's th- we will, <laughs> it will have to go into the post show because we have gone over time oh but, i'm so sorry no it's okay it's okay but i mean it, it's for, it's for good, those who don't know dara is being tremendously accommodating tonight he has a ridiculous day of martial arts tomorrow and i'm sure he would love nothing more than to get to bed no it's not even it's not even the training tomorrow it's the traveling that i'm not looking forward to it's like ah oh, travel it's up. only nearly it's an hour away yeah i know but still i hate i hate it's like it's the worst part about gigs as well you're like the gig's great traveling well the worst and part. i'll i'll tell you something else um when you're going from dublin to uh Newry, you go through Dublin, you go through Meath, you go through Louth, and then just before you get into Newry, into County Down, there is a brief, brief moment, and you should look out for the, the signs that say area of um, standing natural beauty. Because mm-hmm. when you're driving on the motorway, and it's only for about three minutes, but for about three glorious minutes, you're in South Armagh. There you go. There you go. That's it. That's how small Ireland is, folks. <laughs> Ireland is very small. Set three. In fact, actually, South Armagh has 
not south Armagh, Armagh's county has the smallest coastline in Ireland, as it has a coastline of something like 400 yards. Oh, wow. You know, what, you, you know what's well, though, right? So, <laughs> come, Dragon... come to tropical South Armagh. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it feels like it because the, the weather we're getting. But, uh... <laughs> so, look, this pay-per-view was, a pre- was replaced by Bragging Rights in 2009, which wow. lasted one year. This sounds worse, doesn't it? It's terrible. Yeah, I mean, we're we're not looking at bragging rights. It's it's no, I won't. It's the I've, worst. It's I would the worst. I would not do that to you. I would not do that to our listeners. No, and most of all, I would not do that to myself. Yeah, no. I mean, there's no fun in that. You know, I I would much rather have Cyber Sunday all the way up now. And I, again, like, look, this was not a good show. It, it's it, it's it's a it's a terrible ending to a really good idea. I mean, I think the best one that we saw was 2006. I think do, that's the strongest you, one. Do you know what the problem with this? entire concept is is that like a really great show is awesome mm. and last week like and I'm, I don't mean to keep directing people back to last week's show with uh, I'm going to say Dead Cells again. Cell, games. Cell Games there you go I don't mean to keep directing people back to that but the guys from Cell Games are great crack and that 96 Buried Live pay-per-view is a goddamn oh, amazing so good. so good it was so relieving to me like because I Honest to God, sometimes feel like I'm like the constantly down gay on this show. Mm. It was so good to be able to watch a WWF pay per view and genuinely like rave about it. Just talk about how much you loved it. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, th- I think the like the major issue here is that these pay per views aren't amazing, which is fun to talk about, and they're not terrible, which is fun to take the mick out of. They're yeah. just so aggressively average. Bland. It's like every match could just be like a mid card match from Raw. I, oh, it's yeah. it's. The, I would actually rather like a like a December to December, like a really terrible show, than this just bland nonsense. Well, you're in luck because no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> 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 I just, just like I have a list of just bad shows. Um, <laughs> Join us for our bragging rights arc. Oh my god! <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, the, as you said, like, yeah. If something's bad, it's grand. If something is boring, that's where it is. And the problem with a lot of these Worse, shows yeah. is, that, and it, look again. I don't think it's the concept. I think I don't think the concept helps. But it's no, the but fact that like the most the frustrating be- part is that the concept is great. Yeah. If they would actually do it, not like no, oh, the choice is yours. No holds barred, hardcore or false count anywhere. That's that same thing. <laughs> like like give us like be real. You're a multi billion dollar company, right? You can afford to come up with three gimmicks even if you only use one of them. So yeah. give us Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn, and your choices are a piranha match, a brand <laughs> panties match, or, or a scaffold match. Like, like make them different. Like it's so obvious when they're like. What I find so frustrating is that it's so obvious when they're gimmicking it. Yeah, and they're going. Who do you want to be the special guest referee? Stone Cold, <laughs> or you know, 
Papa Shango. <laughs> it's like, or well, Barry uh, from accounting. Uh, but, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Stone Cold's going to win. Like, give it, like, if you, I genuinely believe, like, and we talked this at the start of the show, the thing that makes Forbidden Door AW's most successful pay-per-view, even though it, it isn't built on storylines and it's not built on drama, it's not built on any of that, it's built mm. on match cards. The thing that makes the most successful pay-per-view is that stuff people never expected to see. Yeah. So it, you it, could it, it, it's the promise that this show offered that never delivered. It, exactly. You could make you could bring Cyber Sunday or Taboo Tuesday back tomorrow and you could make it as big as WrestleMania. Probably if you if Probably, you yeah. gave people something that they, they imagine or sorry, like, not not as big as WrestleMania, obviously, but I mean it could be as big as the Royal Rumble. Because why do people like the Royal Rumble? But imagine, like you never expected from WWE, because WWE obviously have their PG uh, investors and all that stuff. Well, they're not PG anymore; they've stopped now. But imagine if WWE said, "We've got such and such versus such and such, and you get mm. to choose the match. Mm. You can have a barbed wire exploding death match." Mm. Like now, you know I love AEW, but they screwed that up. WWE's the biggest thing WWE have going for them is production. Yeah, they could do a barbed wire exploding ring that would mm. be amazing, right? Yeah, absolutely. That'd sell that thing out in the morning. But they 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 just keep giving you oh, you could have a hammer match or a mallet match or, or a, a chain match, rock tied to a stick match. <laughs> God damn rock, I'd want the rock tied to the stick. Oh, the rock. The <laughs> Actually, you have me there. Ten out of ten, take my money. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> vote for Road Dog versus Billy Gunn in the Rock tied to a stick match. Oh my God! Yes, for the opportunity Billy, to be a number one contender. For Road, the rock. Road Dog can finally get his win over the. Oh man, you know what? We're 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 gonna go back. We're gonna go back to the attitude era and just watch the wild stuff because I mean I think I think we need like a a, a detox like that. I well, we do you know what? I, and honestly, God, here's what I think our next arc should be. And folks, if you want an attitude era arc, send us an attitude era euro. <laughs> and if you want my arc, send us a Martin euro. I would like to see us do. Uh, in your house, okay. From start to finish, because there were the whole point of them was that they were much shorter pay per views. Um, they start in like ninety five and go on to like ninety nine, which covers like that amazing era of WWF where they were transitioning from the good part of the new generation into like the beginnings of the attitude era into like full blown attitude era um and also they span like the quality of them is ripe for review because it spans from absolute brilliance to abject ridiculous nonsense okay well look i, I we we will have i think that's actually a, a quite a good call but i'm also itching to go back to some wcw so oh we'll figure something actually, out 
Do you know what? Genuinely, I would love to do some really, like, not taking the piss, like, some, like, really good WCW. Like, 95, like, war games, like, just Oh, yeah. No, there's so much there. There's so much there. Yeah, because, I I mean, like, we were not untruthful in our WCW arc. Like, everything we said was right. But... I, I worry that we give that that's the impression that all of WCW was. And there's also some TNA, some good TNA as well. Wow. So, uh, oh, we'll have to speak to your doctor before we <laughs> before, before we can green light any TNA. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> right. Well, we are going to leave it there. Uh, again, thank you so much for joining us. When we finally finished our Cyber Sunday Tabby Arc, just what I thought. This weekend couldn't get any better. Rampage, collision, forbidden door. Big, even the huge blisters on my feet look like they're starting to dry up. And now we've put a stake in the heart of Cyber Sunday. It's, yeah. We've it's sent a done. we've sent a Russian hacker to, to take down <laughs> Cyber Sunday. It's, it's beautiful. Well, you know, if the question is, should I watch this show? No. <laughs> Don't. Um, please no. don't genuinely. Um, not genuinely. even, not even in that it's. Oh my god, it's terrible. It's just, it's completely boring, and there's so much incredible wrestling out there, and there's so much hilariously bad wrestling out there. Why would you watch this crap? Exactly. There's, there's no nothing good to be had there. However, what I would say to watch, um, there's a YouTuber called Super Eye Patch Wolf. He's probably oh. my. Have you seen his new video about... Uh, Absolutely have. Yeah, Absolutely have. About the, the rise and fall of Roman Reigns. It's incredible. Yep. Absolutely and I, amazing. And, and I couldn't care less about Roman Reigns, but Super Eye Patch Wolf is an excellent YouTuber. He is. And you should look up. He does uh, tremendous videos on... Um, Everything. The Golden Lover. And he does an amazing video on The Golden Lovers, but also on non-wrestling stuff. Like, do you remember you sent me that video of... What is it? A quiet dark death? Or... Yes, 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 yes. Phenomenal! It's a it's a computer game. He just he has. A... Yeah, it's all about the uh, what's it? Oh yeah, <laughs> he, I can't is, it. he has such a manner about him. Yeah, is um, if you like if you like really long videos that are like all narrative based. Um, there's no one that doesn't quite like him, and it just seems that he's a massive wrestling yeah. fan. So, uh, but not. Like, there's no crap. Like, his videos are, like, they're genuinely uh, enthralling. And mm. his his delivery is genuinely, like, he brings you into the issue emotionally. Like, he, even if you're not a wrestling fan, and I actually had a, a text of mine. This is mad. I actually had this from a friend of mine called Chrissy, and mm. she's not a wrestling fan at all. And mm. um, let me open it up here. And she says, um, ba, 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 ba. oh, by the way, I love pro wrestling. Super Eyepatch Wolf did amazing videos on art of wrestling. Amazing. La la, no, Roman Regis person, but hey, Roman I that is. I think that's just, that I'm reading the text verbatim. I think, she, uh, yeah, I, I think she means Roman Reigns. Yeah, I know, I know, I, but I, I just didn't want to deceive the viewers. So That's I, fair. I read it verbatim. 
that's fair. That's fair. But I mean, but look, that's I the should thing. point out that my friend Chrissy is not a moron. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair too. But I mean, I think like when you're, you know, that does kind of prove the point that when you're like, that's how good these videos actually are. Like he's one of my favorite YouTube video uh, YouTube creators just because it's like everything he does, even if you don't like the content or you don't know the content, you'll find something to enjoy out of it. Yeah. Which is, which is very rare because like, I mean, there's lots of bad YouTube or, as well. if you're like me and you just have the most horrific trouble getting to sleep at night, he has one of the most soothing voices on YouTube. That's like, also true as well. Yeah. You could like so I would listen to a lot of um audiobooks, stuff mm. like I've heard, mm. like books that I've read a hundred times, so I'm not actually listening to the plot. I'm just kinda drifting off. Yeah, he is a very, very his voice is like a like a gentle hug. But not too warm and not poking you with anything. Just a gentle hug. And on that note, folks, uh we are going to <laughs> leave it there. We're gonna leave it there. Can't believe Dara's kept me on the show for two years. <laughs> he's, he's an absolute trooper. Send us a Dara euro. Send us a Dara's endurance euro. <laughs> and it won't go. We won't split it. It'll go hundred percent to Dara. He deserves all of it. <laughs> but I will say, if this is your first time listening to the show, congratulations. Uh, for making it true. We appreciate it. There are better shows of us covering better content. One of them being with Cell Games. Uh, well, we're not, you know, trying to go through an atrocious show. Uh, which, again, this show was real bad. Like, it was, <laughs> there was no fun to be had. The actual discussion was a lot more fun than watching it. Um, yeah, and we'll be back next week to talk about... Well, we don't actually know 100% yet. It, it will either be... Uh, a WCW show, or it'll be uh, actually no, it'll probably be Forbidden Door. We'll, we'll do Forbidden Door next. Oh, it's a hot. What do you mean, probably Dara? I'll yeah. drive down the dump and smack you. No, that's fair. No, that's fair. It, so it's going to be Forbidden Door next year and uh, next week, and then either it will be a WCW show or the start of a new arc in in your house. So we'll be back next week to talk about Forbidden Door. Uh, I've been Dara Connor for my co-host Martin Hardy. We'll talk to you next week here on the Wrestling World. Bye, guys. Put money in the dark and throw a box. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.